Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello and welcome to the PacMag Parents Podcast, the podcast for parents who know how to make an amazing iced coffee. Step one, have children. Step two, make yourself a coffee. Step three, forget that you made the coffee. Step four, heat it up, let it go cold again. Heat it up, let it go cold again. And then eventually step five, drink cold coffee because you've just given up on having a, a hot coffee. <laughs> and there you go, it's that simple. So today I'm Bree James. Welcome, welcome. Good to have you here with us. Um, And we're going to be talking about all things cooking. Now, I don't know about you, but how many times have you lovingly prepared a meal for your family only to place it in front of your child and be met with comments like, yuck, oh, I don't like this, or I don't want to eat this again, or do I have to eat that? Can I have something else? It can be pretty disheartening as a mum and a dad, um, even if we know not to take to heart. Uh, but apparently 31% of Aussie parents get their feelings hurt thanks to these brutally honest, uh, you know, food reviews from our children. Um, but today's guest is here to help us turn that yuck into yum. Uh, so this school lunchbox creator has years of experience and, and is here to share his knowledge. Uh, so make sure you also stay tuned for the weird, the wacky and the wonderful world of parenting segment as we found a festival for the egg lovers of this world. And yes, there is a festival dedicated to your breakfast stable eggs um, and heaps, heaps more on the show, but let's get into it. So today's guest is well known as the School Lunchbox Dad. He's the author of Lunchbox Express, which is a recipe book that has simple, clever and time-saving lunchbox hacks. So please welcome to the show, George, all the way from Geelong here on Zoom now. It's time to get to class. So tell me then, why do you think children are picky eaters? Because nothing's worse than a parent than the lunchbox coming home and they haven't eaten it. That's, that's probably the number one question ever. But the, the key is, or the problem is, is that I guess we give our children so many options that we're almost telling them that, hey, it's okay if you don't eat this. What else do you want? You know, I'll make you something else. And I remember growing up, it's like, here's your lunch. This is what you're going to eat. And it was like, it wasn't a menu situation. Whereas these days I find, and I found this, especially with my girls early on, it's like, if they look like they weren't going to eat something, it's like, okay, what do you want daddy to make you? Do you want something else? And we've in turn, by doing that, I've turned, I did turn my girls into fussy little eaters because if I don't want that, it's okay. I'll get something else. And um, also with so much, um, like the media has changed so much as far as TV advertising and, you know, these days you get toys with your meals to take the distraction away from the, the food and focus it on the, on the toys. So, so kids are like, well, what else am I going to get? How are you going to entice me to eat what you're giving me? Because I can get a toy over here. You know? <laughs> so it's, um, I think um, subconsciously without realising, we've turned them into fussy eaters because we're giving them so many options because we love them. We want them to eat. So we're, we're sort of, um, I guess, remembering our childhood and yet we used to just eat what we're given. But, you know, I want my child to have more than what I had, so I'll give them options. So we're partly responsible. Oh, so what's your, what's your strategy then for us to overcome this generation of fussy children? Yeah. Well, it, it begins with us as the parents. So I turned my girls into fussy eaters earlier on. So it was up to me to change, for them to change. 
And what I focused on was a firstly getting them involved and learning respect for food. So once I could teach my girls that, hey, you know, these carrots have grown and they take, you know, six weeks to grow and you have to water it and nurture it every day and then you harvest it and then this is how it happens. And then we go buy it. So there's a transaction that takes place. It costs money and, and, and it's someone's love. The farmers put a lot of effort into this. So I took my girls to the grassroots level of um, like a farm, green grocer, even in the supermarket. I get them involved hands-on. So just for them to respect food and they see at the end of the shopping spree that we do, because my girls, I get them to choose their own apples and their own, you know, different veggies. So when they see at the checkout that there's a transaction that takes place and I let them pay for it, I'll give them the money and they hand it over, not because it's fun, but for them to see there's a transaction, it costs money. So now my girls, when they come home from school, they'll leave what they don't eat. They'll bring it back. Whereas in the past, I'd throw it away. So they bring it back because it's like they understand now the carrots take so long to grow. Let's respect it. So that's the first thing, hands-on, getting them involved. Secondly, being a little bit creative as a parent, and it's not easy for everyone, but that's what I love doing. So for me, um, turning a simple um, piece of bread into a dumpling or spring roll or a ravioli and making it bite size is fun for my kids. So I look at ways that I can make food creative and fun but um, in, with the minimum of fuss as a parent. So being a little bit creative and adding colours and shapes because kids eat with their eyes. So definitely hands-on, firstly, and second of all, be creative and adventurous with what you've got without spending too much time. And if you're looking for some ideas, definitely check out uh, George's uh, Instagram page, School Lunchbox, some incredible ideas there. Um, now... Do you have any recipes that you recommend then? Because you've got some fantastic ones on your Instagram page. And it yeah, is too. Yeah, there is. Um, well, my, my idea was, uh, the reason why I did all this is because I was so afraid because when I took over lunch making duties, I was so scared of what I found on Instagram and, and, you know, social media. Like there was panda bears made with rice and seaweed with rare tropical eyes from Zimbabwe that you get in fruit. <laughs> so it totally scared me and it takes four weeks to make. And I thought, hang on, I'm just, I'm a parent. I need to make this within 10 minutes in the morning. So I stopped looking and started creating. So therefore, a lot of my recipes I've got are just simple things that you've got in a pantry. And as I said, like I'll turn bread into a dumpling in like 20 seconds or a spring roll or, or ravioli. Um, I make cupcakes and donuts out of bread. I make banana bread using leftover bread and a piece of banana, you know, so it's really hands-on creative and it's real, I think is the key word. So yeah, uh, all these recipes I create are simple and real food, but breakfast has, has sort of started all of a sudden being an issue. And um, so I created some four, uh, four recipes working closely with um, Aussie icon uh, Kellogg's. So I turned the boring old, actually I won't say boring, I'll turn the traditional like cornflakes into like a banana fritter that's oven baked with some natural yogurt and it looks like a banana split. So, um, and it's, it's delicious as well. So being creative like that for breakfast, I'm starting to enjoy like making a, um, like um, rice bubble waffles for my girls is delicious. Yeah. That's nuts. You should check that out. It's really, really um, even for us adults, like obviously I I enjoy it. And, um, there's a couple of others. I think one was a a banana, uh, sorry, um, a pink smoothie. So using rice bubbles, I made a smoothie using natural yogurt and berries 
and that's really nice and lots of texture. And the other one was um, for breakfast that really rocked my socks was the Just Right Baby Chino. So using, um, you know, turned it into a, like a baby chino that's fun with a sprinkle of cinnamon on top, which is a natural sweetener. So just, yeah, turning breakfast into a fun, fun, adventurous time. And, and that certainly helped too. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour, 10-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. So do you have any words of encouragement? Because you've just given us heaps of ideas for food and it's made me yeah. realise how boring my food is oh. with my children. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have to get your, your book. But, you know, the, I guess parents, we do get a bit miffed um, when the lunchbox does come back and there's still food in it or, you know, the kids, you've packed them something and they don't like it. So Because they can be really brutally honest our children so they are. and it's scary because kids um like you know almost three quarters of kids are brutally honest and kids have no filter you know mm. they they just tell it how it is and if you might spend half an hour making something and they'll just look at you and say yuck you know and it's demoralizing as a parent you know and it hurts <laughs> so and, and i think an interesting stat is like 30 percent of parents are actually hurt by the the, the truth that the children brutally deliver so um, words of encouragement are, you know, if your kids see you doing it and loving it and enjoying it and eating it, chances are they're going to do it as well. The other thing as well is when I meet people and I talk about food, you know, like I might have a heap of veggies out on the table and they're like, my son doesn't eat that, my, my son won't eat that and he won't touch that. I'm like, you're exactly right because you've just told him in front of him he doesn't eat that and he won't eat that. You know, so it all starts with us. We need to change our way of thinking and just assume they will. And the whole case of monkey see, monkey do. You know, as a parent, I eat carrots now. Um, not that it's my favourite veggie, but I know there's good nutrition in it and nutrients for my girls. So I eat it and therefore it's good enough for me, it's good enough for them. But I guess um, words of encouragement are, you know, Look for, ins- yeah, for inspiration, you know, whether it's um, look at ways you can simplify food they love. Um, so like my girls, for example, as I said earlier, they loved um, like uh, Chinese dumplings. So I figured out a way how to make it out of bread and just present the food differently slightly for them to, to enjoy it. So there's help out there. You know, there's, there's um, you know, there's Instagram, which is good. You know, the good real Instagram accounts are certainly helpful. But stick in there sooner or later. I mean, the good thing is, they're still alive, so we're doing something right. And um, the the good thing is they're getting their food, they're getting nutrition from somewhere, and we just need to tweak the way we do things. So hang in there is the is the biggest thing, and um and and come from a place of love. As hippie as it sounds, it it always works for me. And that's the thing: if kids are hungry, they will eat what's in front of them. There's nothing else on option. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing some great tips with us today. Make sure you check out School Lunchbox uh, on Instagram and also where can we grab your book as well, George? Uh, it's available at any any good bookstore, even Big W, Kmart, Target, all the big places, all online as well, all over the place. Um, it's called Lunchbox still... Express. Lunchbox Express, yeah, and um, it's still freaking me out how it's it's gone massive. It's global as well, so it's available on Amazon and everywhere so you can get there's a link on my um instagram account or facebook account 
So you can check it out. Thank and you so heaps much. Of great, heaps of great recipes in there. So you've got 30 top recipes to give you like a month of ideas for lunch boxes. Is that right? Yeah, there is. There's like, um, yeah, 30 of my favorite creative recipes. Like I'll turn, uh, like I make banana bread, you know, really simple, two ingredient, you know, little cheat, little balls using dates and coconut. So yeah, there's heaps of fun ideas that are lunchbox friendly with no nuts as well, which is cool. Um, I've got my Heritage Friday in there. So I've got... Um, food from other cultures that that was a way i used to teach my girls about the world by using food and culture so i've got some 10 um, top 10 ones in there and if even got some mama and daddy bentos in there or lunches as well to look after ourselves as well while we're looking after our little humans too so yeah well thank you so much for being on the show today check out the instagram page and of course go and grab that lunchbox express book it sounds incredible uh, we'll be giving one away so make sure you check out our page for more information but thank you so much for being on the show today we'll have to get you back for some more inspirational tips another time thank you thanks for having me the weird the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting all right, number one, you probably had one when you were younger, the slinky. It's existed for so long and provided children all around the world with simple fun as we watched them slink down the stairs. It was actually invented completely by accident in 1943 when a mechanical engineer called Richard James dropped coiled wires on the floor and then he watched them tumble end over end and thought to himself, hey, this might make a good toy. And how right he was. My favorite thing is when they got all tangled though. Gosh, it used to take up hours of fun trying to untangle that thing. Number two, design engineering student Anna Burnham won a runner-up Dyson Award for her wearable device. So the device can alert asthma sufferers to an upcoming attack by analyzing their respiration and environment to determine possible triggers. So the device is placed on the chest using adhesive discs and it's equipped with a specialized microphone. So it's the AI-enabled asthma monitor. How awesome is that? Now, do your family love scrambled eggs? Well, you better head on over to Bosnia in the springtime because every year hundreds of eggs are cooked in huge pots and given out for free to celebrate the start of a new season. It's certainly a sight to behold and very exciting, I've heard as well. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. All right, for this week's Give It A Go Challenge, we want you to try fishing. Now, you don't need to be a pro. You know, you can get those fishing rods out and head down to your local fishing hole, a creek, a lake, a beach, a bridge, whatever, and get fishing. Even if you don't catch anything, it's a great way to unwind, learn a new skill and spend time with your family. And, you know, nothing's better than untangling wire, like fishing line and putting on new hooks and touching bait. You know, it's, it's a really, it's, it's fun. Give it a go. Pack Mag's tip of the week. Lemons, they're so versatile and their juice is delicious, drizzled over grilled fish and in a margarita. Um, but did you know that they have many uses around the home? You can spray lemon juice to kill garden weeds, remove sweat stains from shirts, you can get rid of tarnish on brass and make bathroom fixes shine by rubbing lemon on them. You can even remove stains with lemon juice and salt. So there you go. They're more than just good for margaritas and tequila. Get some lemons. Help you clean. Maybe do both at once. Mums are multitaskers like that, so are dads. 
It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? All right, what did we learn on the show? Number one is stop giving your children options as this turns them into fussy eaters. I love that. Number two, involve your children into making their meals. Like George said, take them into the supermarket, get them to pick out their own apples and get them involved and that will interest them far more about eating the food that you're putting in front of them. Number three is to be creative and adventurous when making your children's lunches. Grab their attention with colors and different textures. Number four is words of encouragement. If your kids see you excited to eat your meals and try new things, then they will be excited and open to trying new meals you cook as well. And last but not least, just hang in there, mums and dads. Keep trying and uh, you'll get there. They'll love the food eventually. Well, I can't believe we've wrapped up another show. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as my team have enjoyed putting it together for you. A uh, big thank you to George for his amazing insights today. Make sure you go and check out his Instagram uh, page for some great inspiration. And of course, grab his new book. It sounds awesome. He's got some amazing recipes there that are so simple. I love it. And a big thank you to everyone else that's made the podcast possible, especially our sponsors, Good Start Early Learning. But until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on Pack Bag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at packmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.